0: Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Liam Joshua Munn.
1: And I'm Michaela DeJoseph. And this day's Between Us. Hi. What oh, is oh, up, Inbetweeners? Oh. It, whenever
0: oh, you say man. that, it always just makes me think of the outsiders. I know that's not a thing, but, like, it is a thing. It's but. not welcome well, like back outsiders <laughs> what if we created an outsiders <laughs> podcast i don't really We know. just
1: talking about the book
0: <laughs> is the outsiders the book is that the 50s yeah. 60s book or is that like the gang yeah
1: book? with pony boy
0: it's the Pony Boy? Right?
1: yeah i guess they're like a gang yeah because the
0: whole point of it because there's a musical version of it now i think they're doing it at chicago what? shapes really? yeah they were supposed to i don't know if they're still doing it but Yeah, yeah, it should be interesting. very interesting. It's all 50s, 60s music, I believe.
1: Yeah, it was definitely during that time. (laughs) Okay, this is... Because they were, like, grease balls.
0: So the Dear Evan Hansen movie musical cast is, like, slowly being released. Of course, like, Ben Platt has been attached to the project for, like, 900 years, specifically the movie. And he's the only one from the original company that... um, is, is in, in it. it i mean colton ryan is in it but that's because he's like he's replaced in dear evan hansen and he's done a whole bunch of other stuff oh, okay. but he just did little voice the Cerberella series so i think maybe they oh. maybe they were like i don't know they probably auditioned him still for because he's playing he's playing the the, the drug the, druggy, the drug addict Con- yeah.
1: i don't is he a drug addict? no he just
0: And his parents are like, stop Um, doing it.
1: But yeah, the cast is fully out now.
0: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. But I have
1: the whole cast list here.
0: Okay, some live reactions. Give me the name.
1: Okay, of course. We got Ben Platt. Great. Great. Miss Amy Adams playing Cynthia, right? Playing Cynthia Murphy, so not his mom. Playing Connor Murphy's mom and the lead girl's mom. I guess
0: they just needed a ginger. (laughs) That's the casting for that. They just need her to be redheaded. Why? Because everyone who's played that role, I'm pretty sure, has been red-headed. Really? Yeah, I mean, Jennifer Lauren Thompson's like strawberry blonde, not like uh, ginger, I guess. but like red.
1: Sure. Yeah. Keep going. Then we have Caitlin Dever as her daughter, Dever Dever. We all know her from um, <laughs> Smart.
0: Who is she playing in Booksmart? The
1: second girl lead next to Beanie Feldstein.
0: Oh, uh, okay, cool.
1: Then we have Colton Ryan as Connor Murphy, his sister. Then we have Amandela Stenberg as
0: is, um Alana?
1: As Alana Beck. What has she been in? Oh, she was Rue in the Hunger Games? Oh, it's Rue! Really cool. like, that, that is so funny. <laughs> I was wondering what happened to Guys, her when she was okay. Rue can belt. I, I Roo, guess Roo so. I guess she's belt a singer. Belt mix.
0: Yeah, she's Go a singer. Off, she has the range. She has the range. She has the range.
1: Then here is Oh my god, I'm waiting for this siren to stop.
0: <laughs> no, it's the sounds of New York. Now you can tell Michaela's back in the city. She's back in the city, guys. I am back. Guess who's bang bang bang. Okay, bank, it kind of went ding, away. Ding ding. So. Yeah. So who who else?
1: Then we have Danny Pino p- portraying Larry Murphy, which is interesting. Betraying. Because, they're making him the stepfather because he's not white. <laughs> um. So instead of a biological. Wait. Yeah. So instead of a bi. Wait. What do you mean wait? wait? <laughs>
0: No, no, keep going. I'm like, wait, what? So
1: he's playing Larry Murphy, but he's technically being a stepfather instead of a biological father. Which when I first heard that, I thought they were adding a character. Like I thought they were going to have the biological father and him. And I was like, that's too much. Like pick one. But this is, it is just, he is the father, but he's a stepfather. So he's not their biological father. Because he is because not white. <laughs> so they made him a stepfather.
0: I think, like, whoever's sitting in these meetings, did anyone ever think maybe we should just cast the kids as biracial?
1: You know, i going to assume <laughs> like, they had wrong. the kids first. Connor. And he came on later. I don't think it was the oh, other way right? Oh,
0: absolutely. That's why. And they probably looked at how white their cast oh, was. Oh, for sure. And said, we need to do something.
1: For sure, for sure. I think
0: that's a little lazy, in my opinion. To me, that's like... And the fact that they renamed the character to just fit what they had I just like i get it but i'm like I think it's a little lazy in my opinion I think i'm like
1: it can add a cool different layer, layer to the show because the whole thing with the dad character is Evan doesn't have a dad and that kind of becomes his dad figure and the dad doesn't really feel like he has a son because his son spoiler killed himself yeah. and was like not there. So but then it's even more interesting because he's not even their real father. So he really doesn't have a connection to them like that can play into it. Like I can just see them adding a line and Connor's like, you're not even my real dad and like (laughs) leave the room. So I think that kind of adds like a fun new layer, I guess, to the movie. Just maybe even like, I don't know, it helps separate like the movie from the Broadway show, which is always fun to see it be different and be its own yeah. medium but yeah. i don't know i'm interested in to see how they bring in the stepfather idea and like if it's mm. even really mentioned all that much or you just look at them and know like that's not their real father i don't know um but it yeah. could be interesting I guess,
0: yeah i think i'll i guess i'll just wait to see what what they do with it before judging it too much oh, yeah. i just like on paper i'm i'm going to be optimistic but on paper it's just a little like
1: Oh, I agree, but, but it like, could be interesting. Nick Dodani, I don't know how you say his last name, but he's playing Jared. He was in Atypical cool. on Netflix, which I've heard about, um, but I've never seen. So he is Jared. And Julianne Moore coming in as oh, Heidi Hansen. I didn't know she could sing. I, I've never heard her sing. I'm excited You're to hear. Married. <laughs>
0: I said I'm, I'm excited. I actually I That's think she acting close. will be
1: really good, obviously, but I'm yeah, I don't TBH,
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't mind did seeing Amy play that part, but yeah. Um, you know. all right you know what, um because I mean, we're going to talk about the prom a little bit later, but Carrie Washington's in the prom and I I'm know, really excited I that part that. she doesn't sing. Oh,
1: she does But I was like I kind of want to know if Carrie. Kerry...
0: Oh. No, no that part doesn't Oh i said do you hear do you
1: hear that that. what is it
0: that is somebody being arrested no i don't know (laughs) um somebody being taken not funny because that's been happening Ah! um anyways um so um nor i think that i think the cast looks great i mean yeah yeah no i think they're good i'm a little i'm intrigued i'm a little sad that rachel bay jones isn't playing the mom i
1: know i know um
0: I thought she was going to, to BH. I was like, I mean, they obviously thought about it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So they didn't. Um, and I think Julianne's great. So, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the movie. I think the, like, even the aesthetic of the show, that's honestly how I can differentiate between when a movie can translate really well to screen, mm-hmm. which kind of leads into the next segment of, like, movie musicals in general and if stage shows can translate well to screen and vice versa. Yeah. And I feel like the technological aspect of Dear Evan Hansen, like, even the set and the sound design, oh. makes it almost feel really personable and, like, individual. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because total. the sound design is, like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. You're kind of being bombarded by, like, Technology. social media and yeah. stuff. And you really do get put into Evan's perspective and Evan's kind of, um, even, like, his physical being, like, in the space. The lighting really helps mm-hmm. you feel like you're being claustrophobic, like, Evan, how he feels. So I think that can translate really well to screen. I agree.
1: Um,
0: I think depending on, I am a big stickler on like singing in movie musicals. There, I think there are some directors who can do the whole lip sync thing really well. Mm. Um, oh. and of course, like we've had ex- yep. we've had experiences like Les Mis where they sung they sang live. Yep. Um, I don't really have a preference. I think it's whatever builds the best performance. Yeah. I really liked when. I really liked Into the Woods and how they recorded that. I felt that felt really genuine. And I'm pretty that sure they all live. sang was it live? live. I think it was. No, they they sang to pre-recorded tracks. Gotcha. But, I mean, it mm-hmm. sounded... I mean, somebody... If one of our listeners wants to correct me, please correct me. But I'm pretty sure they sang live, but they, it was pre-recorded. If that makes right, sense. Right, they sang with the Because Meryl Streep... Yeah, because, I mean, there was even a story when they filmed Mamma Mia. Like, Meryl Streep never not sang because she... Also, Anika Noni Rose did the same thing in Dreamgirls. She always sang. And that, I mean, you're filming for six hours and you're, like, literally singing Dreamgirls. I don't know how she's still alive. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to think. Those are some really good examples of, like, good movie musicals. I mean, Into the Woods, I'm a little sad that they changed a lot of the majority of the show.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. They took some grittier stuff out of the show. But I'm trying to think of another... Movie musical that I think translated, or if there was a movie. Oh, I've always thought this, and anyone can fight me on it. I think The Holiday would be a really good movie musical. Never I've said it before in the podcast. It's so like it's kind of bad, but I love mm. it. Um, also if David Yazbek could write, uh, The Mask with Jim Carrey that that movie that
1: would be really fun. He
0: would. I would love to hear what that would sound like. Um, Meet the Robinsons, the Disney movie. Fun. Want love it. Love that. And. I want Shayna Taub to write um, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." Oh my god! On, for, on
1: stage. How would they do that? Yeah. Theater match. I don't
0: know, but Disney's gonna f- figure it out. I don't care. I Is saw... there any movies you can think of? I, saw... I mean, any? Um...
1: I saw this TikTok what? where this guy was like lobbying for them to make Megamind the musical, and he like put up like people's photos next to the characters and like because they like looked like them like, and like
0: he yeah. like even wrote like who's the, who the main guy neil
1: patrick harris as megamind uh, i think
0: that's a scapegoat but he looks like, like
1: megamind well, that's why he did it As well, yeah, the
0: joke. neil and i have one thing in common is we have giant foreheads yeah so i think that <laughs> that's one thing that we have in common. can you think of any like uh musicals that you would think translate like do you have enhanced in any musicals that would translate well
1: Hmm, what has been on?
0: I'm trying to think of like the big shows on Body. I think I'm gonna kind of give the scapegoaty answer, but I feel like Hades Town, if you did it right, could be really oh, cool.
1: Totally. Like really cool, actually. Really cool. I think that would be really good on Well,
0: screen. cause Rachel Chafkin too is like super like she's like spectacle but like but, like dark. almost like Greek theater yeah. spectacle it's like it has to be on stage but then the minute that you made it all really personal and like you followed Orpheus and you're I mean I think that was, I think the cinematography could like I'm thinking of it yeah. and I'm like it could it would just be so aesthetically pleasing and like I cause with great. the show but,
1: like with the the use of their lights and like kind of goes with Darren Hansen like the way they use technology as part of the lighting and the way Yeah Katie Sound usually uses physical lights that the way you can do that in a movie could be so freaking cool that would be awesome yeah, actually no, I, I would actually really enjoy that i think if the right people got on the team for it to direct it could be really
0: yeah. really good i mean if you don't ask rachel there's not a point um uh, the and then there are more shows of course announced uh for you know some are being recorded uh like their stage presentations like the boys in the band yeah. is announced for netflix and that is literally i'm pretty sure that's just the play on stage i don't oh, think it's it like really? a movie i think it's just yeah i mean they, they could do it either way Under my under in my impression it is they've literally like rehearsed for a week and they are just going to record it on stage and then they have a movie musical version of the prom um that is coming out uh produced by ryan murphy meryl mm-hmm. streep's in it james corden's in it it's a really great cast ariana de is in it and then of course uh right before quarantine i feel it was maybe in the middle of quarantine disney plus is producing um once on this island the mm-hmm. film um which i think and it's a full uh black creative team um and they're really looking at um they released statements that was like we really want to you know cast haitian people because those stories low-key based in haiti um i'm pretty sure at least i might be making this up but um they do, i'm just happy to see a female creative team all black creative team for this show oh,
1: as it should be um, oh the boys in the band no it's oh. a movie
0: oh, it was like it's a, movie, a movie,
1: movie? movie it's not just the stage show oh. i just looked at the trailer oh, wow. for two seconds i
0: just was under that impression because it was the full company from Broadway. yeah no they literally so all like, reunited
1: the- to do the movie which i think it's amazing I love. Well,
0: and TBH, it's perfect for quarantine because, like, you literally just have to, like, put them in an apartment with a camera crew and make sure everybody's, like,. You know staying in hotels and not going out And doing and all of that small, business getting COVID tested small
1: cast and... so you can like control that
0: Yeah I know it's much 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 easier Is, Are you excited about any of the things I've listed Like Once on this Island I'm or Boys in the Band I'm excited for all of it because I,
1: I saw Once on this Island on Broadway And it truly was one of my favorite shows I've ever seen on Broadway I thought the direction hmm. and the cast were absolutely Brilliant um, The Prom I never mm, got yeah. to see The Boys in the Band I never got to see So I really don't know anything about them Besides like the general plot mm. But I really don't know anything about them and i kind of want to keep yeah. it that way like i want to be able yes. to see it and experience it for the first time which is actually funny because that's how i experienced dear Evan hansen and i think that's why i liked it so much when i saw it because i didn't know anything about it so i feel mm, like i can yeah, enjoy shows so. more that way when i don't have a preconceived notion about it so when
0: you have a stake in yeah. it, yeah when you have like a preconceived yeah i'm really excited um I I didn't absolutely love The Prom.
1: Okay. And
0: fair. so I think with this new medium of Ryan Murphy's take with this company, I mean, I thought the company on Broadway is amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm really excited to see how the show translates on screen because it's all very like the production shots I've seen. They're very like stylistic and it seems like they're taking a very specific approach with it. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Boys in the Band, I never got to see it just because it was such a hot ticket. Like I didn't, I all the times I could go, it was sold out. Yeah um but i I mean that's such a you know a piece of gay history so i'm really excited for that i mean once on this island is is so good and like i said to have an all-female black creative team is yeah or at least for i know the director and um i think i think the choreographer as well but um i'm really really pumped but maybe we should take a
1: small
0: commercial break
1: okay
0: (laughs) i need to go update myself on tinder i need to go find my i need to go update my my tinder bye (laughs) well hey there y'all it's liam from the stays between us and our amazing organization this week is black girls code it is a non-for-profit organization that focuses on providing technology education for african-american girls across the country we are making a small donation this week and we hope you do the same have a great week y'all
1: welcome back
0: What's up, Inbetweeners? Between surfing the waves and listening to our podcast. <laughs> I feel like the In Betweeners is like a good um surfers podcast. In between the waves. Ooh, I'm making some good titles here.
1: Please welcome to stage In Between the Waves. Um <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That was dumb. Um You guys As oh if you haven't God. figured out by now. Liam is very knowledgeable about theater and theater history, um, and I'm not, so I'm going to test <laughs> Liam's knowledge on when certain iconic Broadway shows came to Broadway, and I want to see if you can get the exact date that these iconic shows hit the stage.
0: So is it like is it like a year. year or are we? The okay, year. I, was about to say, I was like I don't know if I can give you. You can even do the, way, the theater like,
1: too. If you, okay, great. If you I'm, know,
0: it. I'm like the smartest person, but also the dumbest. Like I don't remember anything. Like people speak, and I don't remember what they say. Um, <laughs> but I do have a memory for very weird things. So you do. let's see what happens. Let's see what happens.
1: All right, first one up. Good old Oklahoma.
0: Oh, um, actually, I don't really know that. Um, starting off really strong. <laughs> if. I, yeah, I really, I'm going to say it was definitely 19... I'm going to take a stab in the dark, and it might Great. be wrong. Probably will it's be. Fine. 1952?
1: Earlier. Do you want to second guess? Or do you want me to tell you? Is
0: it is it late 40s?
1: Early 40s.
0: <laughs> oh, is it 42?
1: 43. 1943. Wow,
0: I, and if I took a guess, it would be in, I feel like it was actually like... It wasn't in the years My guess it was probably in like, I don't know, the Neil Simon or something.
1: It was in the St. James Theater.
0: Wow. I actually did not know that.
1: Next I mean, one. I mean, it
0: did somewhere in my brain. but.
1: My Fair Lady.
0: Mmm. The, mm, the original?
1: I'm assuming. Yeah. These are their was Broadway debuts.
0: Julie Andrews. So How did you guess? It was like in the 60s.
1: 1956.
0: Whoa. And it was in the Mark Hellinger? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Because I have a a secret obsession with the Mark Hellinger because it is currently (laughs) at the Times Square Church.
1: Love that. Hello, Dolly.
0: Hello, Dolly. My brain naturally went to... I really don't know the originals on them. (laughs) Um, I'm going to take a stab and say it was... This is in the 60s, though.
1: Yes, it is in the 60s.
0: 63?
1: 64.
0: Hi, and then I'm gonna guess it, it was at the Winter Garden.
1: Saint James.
0: Jesus, Saint James is popping out.
1: Iconic Theater, Iconic Theater. Mm-hmm. Bye bye Birdie.
0: Ooh, actually, I'm gonna say that was at the Neil Simon. No. Um, Where is maybe.
1: It? Actually, no. Did it did I don't I don't know if this theater is still named this, but the 54th uh-huh. Street Theater?
0: 54th Street. I I'm actually gonna quickly do a Google because 50. 54th street theater that yep. actually no i think that's the henry miller which is now the sondheim if i had to take a guess no I, is it <laughs> studio 54
1: oh my god oh
0: it's studio 54 Michaela.
1: that makes so much sense because
0: <laughs> it's on 54th street okay and if yeah. i had to take a guess it was like 64 65
1: 1960
0: oh right on the dot guys i'm not that smart <laughs> Give me another. Okay. Hit me with another.
1: Chicago.
0: That was at the 46th Street Theater. It's the Richard Rodgers.
1: It was at the 46th Street Theater.
0: It's um, And I'm going to say it was the same year as a chorus line. And a chorus line was made. Oh, God. I'm going to say a date that is incorrect. <laughs> it wasn't in the 60s. It was in the 70s, right? It was
1: in the 70s.
0: I'm going to say a nice casual 72.
1: 75.
0: Okay, wrong. (laughs) But I didn't know it was because Chicago was really good, and then the chorus line happened and ruined its life. Oh, what
1: happened? T. All right. Carousel.
0: Carousel. I'm actually going to also say that was at the St. James, going to take a stab.
1: It was not.
0: Is it in the Neil?
1: Majestic.
0: Whoa. That's so cool. Think that there was a show in the Majestic before Phantom. Well, um, <laughs> and then if I had to give a year, it was, I mean, it was definitely after all of their famous ones. So I'm going to say like 62, 63. Carousel? Was it in 50s?
1: 1945.
0: Whoa. I genuinely didn't know where I was for two seconds. <laughs> I said, I had a stroke. Where am I? <laughs> More, literally, where am I? Yeah. You're, I was like, I haven't thought about these shows in years.
1: Yeah. Years. Okay. Last one. Okay. Cats.
0: Oh, that's the winter garden. Uh 19 yes. No,
1: 1988, 89? 82. Oh, Jesus, Liam. 82? <laughs> Damn.
0: Yeah. She, I said, She's a little she's,
1: older than I thought.
0: She's she's older than I thought. She's definitely older. Well, I learned a lot during that game, Michaela. Nice job. I was expecting a little oh, more yeah, contemporary, you. so I was like, I'll be Sorry. fine. <laughs> but I was skeeted. No, it was really interesting because I have not uh, kept up to date with my Raji and Hammy history and a lot yeah. of their stuff is all like intertwined and interconnected, you know, even, and the theaters are a big through line of all of that, right? It's like mm-hmm. they loved working with specific theaters. Um, so that's, that's so rad. But it makes me think, especially thinking about Cats, um, <laughs> as we all know, I talked literally okay. for 25 minutes about Carrie because... <laughs> yeah. I love Betty Buckley with my entire being. She's like Betty mm-hmm. Buckley, like Heather Headley. These are the people that I think are like ultimate actors. Yeah. And it got me thinking to powerful leading women. So Michaela and I have both prepared which leading woman we think we are. Yes. Um, I think you should go first, and we should. I, I have I have created points to why I think I the way I like I've given you a leading woman, and I have points. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so.
1: Do you want me to go first then? I'll go first then. Yes. So I want you to hear me out on this one. Okay? I feel like you're not okay. gonna expect it. You're not gonna you might be a little confused at first, but I want you to think sure. of the person, okay? And not the, part, the say, energy then? around. No, no. This is like okay. based on you and okay. what Come I right. feel like your energy is at. Okay. Kristen Chenoweth.
0: No, that makes complete sense.
1: Complete sense? That makes
0: complete sense. Because if you really think about it, first off, I could do nearly every single role she's done in, like, the <laughs> most ridiculous... No, like, it would definitely You're be right. fair. But, like, you think about it and it's, like, Kristen Chenoweth, like, she does all the parts. The reason that no one does the parts that Kristen Chenoweth does in the way she does it is because she's freaking Kristen Chenoweth. Correct. And she's w- crazy. Like, she's wackadoo. Um, but what were your yeah. reasons why, Michaela?
1: Well... When I, when I was thinking of you, I thought of <laughs> the video of her during quarantine where she's just opening things in her kitchen and singing the highest note possible. And when I thought about that, I said, oh, Liam. And, like, you guys both have this, like, eccentric energy about you that's, like, kind of chaotic, but, like, you can't look away. Uh-
0: <laughs> it's like a car crash is what you're saying.
1: Yes. But I well, worded it crack. nicer than that
0: <laughs> Sure 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 sure. yeah
1: And that's what really uh, drew me You two together She also
0: does this great bit where she'll be in parking lots And if alarms go off she'll match pitch with it <laughs> And then try to guess what note it is And it's typically a B flat she's, <laughs> She just sings really high yeah. And I was like first off she's also a woman Fun fact this might be some tea it Might be a hot opinion But like I didn't love Christian Chenoweth's voice When I was younger
1: That's fair um, like, it's I, a very specific voice
0: but it's funny because, like, I think she's she's got, gotten a lot vocally warmer over the years. Because mm. if you listen to her in On the 20th Century, she sounds glorious. She sounds so good. And then in Wicked, I think she sounds, like, a little, like, I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea. But she's, well, she was also, like, if you think about it, Glinda's really freaking hard. Because she, like, belts and then she sings soprano. Oh, like, yeah. she does a lot all in one she show. She does, for sure. Um, And, but, like, she sounds so good on On the 20th Century. She, it's one of my favorite shows. Um, but I think I'm ready. I agree with you. I'm, I don't think that's that chaotic. And think of the part she's done. She's done, like, on the 20th century. She's done... Um, promises, Glinda. Promises. She's she's done... Oh, Sad Girl. She was a sad girl in that. She was. Um, she also did Charlie Brown. Yeah, very neat. Yep. yep, I'd be so good in that part. Um, you would. I would literally be the world's, like, most asshole six-year-old. <laughs> would be great. Um, My person's kind of obvious for you. Do you have a guess of who I think you are?
1: Is this more of a contemporary actress, or are we going back? Mm,
0: no, not really. I mean, pre-contemporary. We're talking, like, 80s, 90s.
1: 80s, 90s? I, I honestly don't know. I don't know who you're going to pull out of your hat.
0: I gave you Betty Lynn Buckley.
1: Ah. Uh, give Which me the points. Which is a big compliment. It is. It is. It's a
0: good... So, okay, I thought of this in, like, a career trajectory, right? Okay. So, first off, vocally, I think you guys are very similar. Quite mm-hmm. similar. You're a little bit more of a soprani than she is, mm-hmm. but um, just like the material that you sing, she could do it. I just don't think she's, she just doesn't want to. Um, <laughs> but first off, she's a very good actor and she's a very good singer and she's got a very specific voice. So I was like, first off, those are Michaela's. So you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I said, I, I support my friends sometimes. Liam um, said he
1: claimed like all of his friends for their career instead <laughs> of me the other day.
0: I'm like half serious. I'm like yeah. half serious. I'm like, <laughs> Tbh, I'm responsible for all of your careers. I was like, even <laughs> if I don't make it, I'm taking full risk resp- Like when you're accepting a Tony Award, I will be within the party in which get invited to the Tony Award. <laughs> and you can't say anyways. You can't say anything else about that. Um, so yes, so all of those like basic attributes, yes, are very Michaela, right? But if you think about her career at the very beginning, she played very like ingenue, like. Leading woman, kind of parts, right? Mm-hmm. But then I think, and I think that's kind of what you're going to do to begin with. And then later on in your life, you're going to play the crazies. Oh, so you're going to do like the Margaret Whites of the world. You're yes. going to do maybe work with M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, um, who's to say? Who's to sing? She, my favorite though, is if you just look up interviews of Betty Buckley, it's my favorite thing in the universe because she's literally like the story. And the wind and the ground and the physicalization of the notes. And then she she always ends it with, and then I belt, like, a G. And, like, everyone's like, Betty, that's just a D. And she goes, a D? Are you sure? She goes, I felt like it was a G. And she was like, nope, it was a D. Still very impressive, but it was not. She's like, okay, well, I could sing a G if you want me to sing a G. She's, like, kind of in her own bubble, but I love her. She lives on a ranch her friends call her <gasps> betty lynn i'm obsessed with her i'm so I obsessed and she's such a good actor like so good and how you have to be that good to win a tony for cats you oh, have for to
1: sure under like, all that remember, makeup how can they even see your face
0: oh i thought know, my favorite is if you're bored listeners go watch lilius white talking about cats she played the cat that cat at one point and she's like, I hated cats. She goes, I did it for my rent. I needed it. There's so much makeup. I hated it so much. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh
1: my Lily's god. white sure. don't give
0: two shits. Lily is white, does not care. But um though that is my person for you. I think
1: I agree with that. And I think it's a good one. Oh, I think
0: or and if I had to do a contemporary one, I'd probably pick like Carmen Cusack.
1: Okay, okay.
0: But she's a little she plays a little like even when she was younger, she played like older parts. And I was like <laughs> eh. But she got to do Bride Star. She got to do Alphaba. She did Christine in Dying and oh Phantom God, in Canada in the 90s. Oh. <laughs> She's like a legit soprano. She's one of the coolest voices ever. And that's how I would explain you, Michaela. Oh, my God. Thank a cool you. voice. <laughs> Don't get big-headed or I, will delete I won't delete you from my life. I will, I will. Uh, I will. well i think the, between talking about the dear evan hansen cast and mm. all possible movie musicals musical movies that could possibly come to the screen of the stage mm. uh we have a lot of watching to do we have yeah. when these things come out we have I'm so excited. much we, we'll bring yeah we'll bring them back we'll bring them back but um i'm signing off as the one and only Kristen with jenoweth Your your turn <laughs> And you have to say, "I'm signing off." A.
1: I'm signing off as Betty Buckley, Betty Lynn Buckley, uh,
0: Betty, Betty, in her ranch and cowboy hat. Um, <laughs> we hope you have a great week, guys. Remember, this stays between
1: us.